This week's show is brought to you by you people. Thank you for letting us, you know, experiment with style and format and, you know, change the name of the podcast. Um, thanks for listening, guys. We certainly do appreciate it. Oh, oh, oh. This one time. So, this one time. This one time? <laughs> this, you know what? This one time. This one time. Oh, my God. This one time. The podcast. I can't believe I did that. Thing ever. <laughs> Take two. It's like I'm new at this or something. Greetings from Bangkok. In just a moment, you will hear from funny man, author, and magician John Lenahan. But before we get there, hello, my lover. Hello, my sweetheart. And hello, everyone. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. And have we got a story for you. How many times have you been almost arrested, my dear, since we've been traveling on this trip? I'm being very specific. <laughs> Thank you. And I, I also said almost arrested, <laughs> which is a different subset. We're not going to get into No, no, no. That's a different other, subset. Right, back right, back right. 18 months on the road. How many times have we been almost arrested as we have been traveling the world? You know, but it's usually you that I like worry about. I understand. There's good worry here. But let's get back to the question at hand. How many times have we collectively, well, I'll, we'll do it your way. How many times have I almost been arrested? No, I'm going to ask you. How many times have you Zero. <laughs> Okay, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> now, we were almost arrested. I would say the closest brush we had collectively with uh, police was the one time, this time last year, here in Thailand. Yes. When we were, we spent my birthday in the back of a Thai police pickup truck. Royal yes, Thai police. Very royal. There was the, I guess, royal, anyhow, we're not going to the royalty thing because you don't joke about royalty in Thailand. Anyhow, rode in the back of a Thai police truck on my yes. birthday, but not really almost arrested, just very close encounter with the police. That was great. Yes. So we had one run in, which gets back to my initial question, my love. How many times have you almost been detained during this trip? Well, the only time that I've almost been detained um, is once. Yes. A grand total of one times, which I believe is one greater <laughs> than the number of times I have almost been detained. But it's not about the numbers. No, it's not about the numbers. You're right. That's correct. Yeah. It's about you almost getting and arrested for international smuggling, I believe. Almost doesn't count, though. All uh, this is not horseshoes. <laughs> Luckily, you are here recording the right. show with me today, so you didn't get arrested. But let's stop being coy and tell the audience what it was you did. Well, this one time, as I was leaving Bangkok, well, I can't actually just say because I was leaving Bangkok, because I've carried this one specific item with me every time I've traveled since I had yes. this item. It, this is still being coy. <laughs> I have a set of lock picks that I travel with. See, someone out there right now was thinking uh, some sort of a sex toy, <laughs> um, a weapon, or some or drug paraphernalia. They were thinking that. I bet you, listener, you were not thinking lock pit set, were you? Pretty sure you were not thinking lock pit lock pick set. It's hard to say, isn't it? It's a terrible word. But as you know, I my, I am married to an international jewel thief. <laughs> I am 
am not. Now, next time I go to Australia, I'm going to get pulled aside. Cat burglar. And that, to me, is the problem. <laughs> I know. Let's get to the Australia thing. But but again, explain very quickly what happened in Bangkok. Uh, international smuggler, <laughs> cat burglar. So as, I, as I've been traveling over the last year and a half, I I have a backpack and I have my, my regular checked-in luggage. And my backpack is my camera bag. And it's a backpack um, that has spots for my laptop and all of my electronics, plus my four lenses and my camera body and all my extra stuff that goes with my camera. And then it has some extra things like I have a couple little notebooks that I write in and pens and that kind of stuff and my lock picks. And, you know, the tools of your burglary. Right. Uh, I've actually never used them like to to break in anywhere. So you're traveling around the world with a backpack full of expensive camera stuff that they like to look at to make sure you're not A, smuggling things and B, that it's legal or some other reason that you get pulled over out of the line all of the time to look at your camera bag. <laughs> Yeah. To taunt them <laughs> and to tempt fate, you decide to also keep your burgling tools uh, inside the same I bag. do not burgle. You know, burgle. any criminal would tell you, you do not hide your illegal number one thing in illegal number two thing. That's just <laughs> tempting fate. I, what? illegal number two illegal was the wrong word the thing that's going to get you pulled over and questioned right okay. like think about it like this way you know why is it that drug dealers in la get pulled over for possession is it because the cop saw them smoking a big blunt no. out of their car no it's because they're rolling around in a car with fight 20 stuck on it <laughs> you know with hip-hop jamming out there loaded down <laughs> right. looking cool if you drive that car here's a tip don't carry weed with you. You're going right. to get busted. Same deal. You've got a bag that you know, you know, it's a 50% or greater chance that you'll be pulled out of line and the bag examined, and yet you still keep your tools of burglary inside of the bag. But look at my face. I would never do anything wrong. You right? know how many criminals say that? And first off, th th that's first. Second off, do you know what a shitty defense that is? But I, I won't have to use it. <laughs> you might have to use it. You, you smuggle these into Australia where... I know. It is really illegal. Like they won't even let me in. Yeah. If, if you go to Australia and they have suspicion, they being the border agents of Australia, if you go there with, in their mind... The intention of committing a crime. Just the intention. The but I thought, didn't have the intention. You were carrying burglary <laughs> tools in your backpack. It's in case I get locked out of somewhere. Uh-huh. In case you get locked out of somewhere, right. you carry lockpicks with you, like any normal person would do. <laughs> as I opposed to calling a locksmith. It's much cheaper to have your own lockpicks. Right? Uh, Yes, <laughs> unless you count the money it costs you in getting bailed out or what? having to buy tickets to return to the country because you think they won't let you in Australia. But they didn't find them. This time! <laughs> in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, touch left, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, in, out, in, out, in, touch right, and... Yes.
That's like, as, I, as I, I was mentioning earlier, the last time you mentioned me in one of your your podcast broadcasts, you, you told everybody that I went to prostitutes in Thailand. I just want to make this clear. <laughs> But I was warning you on how not to go to prostitutes in Thailand, okay? Uh-huh. So that's where Evo collected all that insider knowledge about soapy massage parlors here in Thailand. Thanks for keeping him safe and clean, John. Hi, everybody. I'm John Lehan. The connection from Thailand to the UK was a little choppy at that point. Our guest today is John Lenahan. When John isn't opening his London home to globetrotting bums, that's a thinly veiled reference to us, by the way. Thanks again for your hospitality, John. He's an author and a traveling magician slash comedian. If you ever meet him, you'll know it's the perfect job for him. He shared several stories with us that he's collected over the decades. Yes, he's been at this gig a while now. Here's one from his early years that sort of sets the stage for the rest of his life. Tanarif, anyone? I'm pretty bad at it myself. I have, I mean, I I have no, I, I have no observation skills. My wife once mm-hmm. painted my kitchen from white to literally fluorescent yellow. Mm-hmm. And I walked in the house, like through the kitchen entrance into the living room. And my wife said, well, and I said, what? <laughs> right? I didn't know. And I remember once years ago, I was in, uh, I was in Tenerife and in, Tenerife in those days, it was a vacation spot for everybody. This is an island off of uh, Africa that's owned by Spain, mm-hmm. part of the Canary Islands. And uh, it was a big vacation spot. And there was like Irish bars and every nationality that went there had their own bar. There was Portuguese bars and Spanish bars. And then I saw Café de Paris and I thought, well, oh, a, a French bar. And mm-hmm. I went in and I ordered a drink and this woman sat next to me and the bartender said, she'd like to know if you want to buy her a drink. And I was like, well, not, not really. And, and then it wasn't until she actually put her hand on my groin that I looked around and realized I was in a brothel and there was like half naked women lying all over the place. And it took a woman grabbing my groin to realize this. That's, that's how an astute observer of humanity I am. <laughs> wow. That's, that's fantastic. For someone who makes his living causing people to look the other direction and to not see things cause misdirection you by yourself you just own it naturally that's a, that's an well, innate skill of yours well i i i think maybe you know one of the things about about being a magician is is that you're what you do is you exploit a lifetime of people's experiences so if if you tilt your hand over and drop the thing in that hand into the other hand the, the person who's watching has seen that a zillion times in their life. And so they assume the thing fell out, but you just held on to it. And uh-huh. so maybe it's because I am so easily fooled that I can actually fool people pretty well because I believe in what I do. You know, I understand what I do. But uh, that, you know, talk about magic and traveling. You know, as a magician, you know, you kind of, you kind of piss people off sometimes. You know, there's a, there's a, a minority of people in this world who hate magic because it drives them crazy. And I kind of understand that. And that on that same trip, this is years ago. So what happened was like you, I sold everything I owned, but this was in 1984 hmm. and I traveled all around Ireland and I financed my, myself by doing shows on street corners. And then 
I went all around Ireland and then I went to Liverpool and then I experienced my first British winter, which is just a, a damn horrific, horrible thing. And finally, one day, I, I just couldn't take it anymore. I walked into a travel agent and said, where do, where do Brits go to get warm? Because I figured I could busk for mm. Brits on holiday. Sure. And so I ended up in Tenerife. And I ended up doing shows in discotheques at 2 o'clock in the morning. I was actually hired to, to get rid of people. Like they would turn off the music and then they would go, now is the magic show. And the only people in the disco were the, were the people that, that, that had, you know, failed to get laid, you know, right. by two o'clock in the morning. And it was just horrible. But anyway, I was waiting. So I had to kill time too, till like two in the morning. And I went in this bar in, in, in uh, Tenerife and I, I was just, I'm, I oftentimes do magic tricks just to meet people. And so I was just doing tricks for card tricks for people around the bar. And this young Spanish bartender said, saw this trick and he said, if you, if you teach me that trick, I will teach you the best magic trick ever. And I was like, you know, right. Okay. What, what, what could this kid teach me? So mm -hmm. I said, no. Mm -hmm. And he actually wanted the secret of a pretty kind of important trick too. And, uh, and he said, okay, I'll show you, but I won't. You know, I won't tell you how it's done. I, 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 so he put a glass of water in front of me. I drank it. It was just water. He pulled out a bottle of creme de mint and grenadine, and I chose the grenadine, and he poured the grenadine in the water. I drank it. It was just grenadine and water. He then took another glass, and he wrapped a towel around it, and he poured the red liquid into that glass, and then just reached in and grabbed the corner of the glass and shook out the towel, and the water was, was crystal clear. And he dropped it in front of me and I drank it and it was just water. And wow. I just went, okay, here's how this card trick works. And he, said, nope. he said, nope, too late. Too late. You, uh, too late. And to this day, I have no idea how the trick was done. And I've talked to the great minds of magic. And the only thing we can come up with is that I missed something. <laughs> <laughs> and so... When people get really frustrated when I when I show them magic tricks, I tell them like I, I understand. I've got I've got this one right in the background. Oh shit! Now the battery's about to die. Great! I can't. We need to thank Travelsmith for being our partner to keep us on the road. They keep us clothed. Check them out at travelsmith.com. They keep us clothed, and they also let me publish stuff over there. I just wrote a, an article that they published recently about uh, the Yaksant Tattoo Festival. That my thanks to Aaron, the the editor over there. She made my good story great. Check it out. I'll make a link to the show notes. I normally don't, you know, make you go read my stuff, but this one's uh, so it's kind of good. And thanks to our patrons at Patreon.com. If you're interested in a postcard next month, I think we're sending it from China. Thank you very much, patrons. Patreon.com slash OPP Travelers is where you can toss us a buck or two each month. It really helps keep the show alive. Our music is by Valea Valea. Thanks for listening, listener. I am Evo Terra. And I'm Sheila D. More about us and all the silliness we do can be found, can you guess? Shivo.wtf.com.